Welcome to the Top Gear magazine podcast, a peek behind the curtain of what it's really like to drive other people's cars for a living. These are the stories behind the stories. Hello, I'm Jack Ricks, Top Gear magazine's editor, and today I'm joined by a right old rabble. There's four of us in the studio together, which is a first. I've got Rowan Horncastle, Ollie Marriage, and Tom Ford. And the reason for all this specialness is this is the big one. We're talking about the Speed Week issue. I'm a little bit overwhelmed because there's so much to talk about um, from, you know, the conceiving of the idea right through to actually completing it and turning it into a magazine and video and all sorts of other content. Um, So where should we begin, boys? Uh, we should probably talk about Speed Week and what it is in general, because for me, growing up, it was the issue that everyone, well, I wanted to read. It was the big one. It always had massive ambition. It always screamed Top Gear to me. It was mm. the best cars in the coolest locations and places you probably haven't seen before, and stupid photographs of cars doing stupid stuff, and always great stories, What, 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 what was the one you remember the most? Because we've got some experience in the booth. <laughs> Today, you mean old uh, people? Oh yeah, old <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, really. Um, yeah, Ro, as a young nipper, which one? Well, stood I remember. Out? Great, uh, well, the, the, this was before I knew all the staff, anyway, and I was just new bylines. But I also knew Paul Horrell's bald head, and when I saw it poking out of the top um, of a McLaren SLR um, Sterling Moss, like a burst condom going through Piccadilly Circus, uh, because. I can't remember. I can't remember what there was. Lamborghini Murcielago SV, a GT3, and 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 all the most glamorous cars from that time, with motorcycle outriders going through London. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. Um, I was in the car behind him. Ah, there we go. Yeah. See, I told you he had I some experience. The, and he looked like Willie the Worm with his little head <laughs> poking up. And, and it was a big car as well. Oh, well but we love Circus because it's a great place for driving supercars. We were Circus. trying to think of. Yeah, we were trying to think of the most iconic places that we could go when we visited places. So yeah. we we got a motorcycle outriding team, which was blocking off all the junctions. You know, like when you see the Queen going through London. And it was blocking off all the junctions we were firing through. I was in a KTM crossbow, as I recall, doing skids out of junctions through central London, simply because I knew I would never, ever be able to do it again. <laughs> um, it was That was really complicated. We all drove them to a track then. Were you there then, Ollie? Nope. No, that's before my oh, time. We drove them all to the track after that and then crashed pretty much all of them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Well, well, we'll get to some crash stories later. I'm sure we will. Uh, the one that was stuck, out for me, uh, stuck out for me, I always remember the Isle of Man. Um, oh. story because oh. there was uh, I think you were camping yes um, the cars were I just remember the cars just being parked randomly on the grass it was raining you had a closed road there was definitely some sort of crash um, yes there was that went on and I just remember thinking that's not work that's just a load of people going on a really cool Shush, road you're trip. You're giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, you have no idea how hard I tried to get us into a hotel. Because yeah. I couldn't, I didn't want to camp with these people. They're just awful when they go <laughs> camping. One of the photographers um, did a braai, a big barbecue, which was actually quite nice. And then we all got really giddy and like drank three beers. And then there were no toilets, so we basically <laughs> had to get up in the middle of the night because we could hear with people weeing. But I remember Ollie Marriage's first um, performance car of the year, or Speed Week. Because, really? Yes, Before your the, time. no, but the bylines. Yes, because I was yeah. that sad. <laughs> And the opening image was a massive Zonda sideways. And yeah, uh, yeah was, that was Oli Marriage's introduction to Top Gear magazine. Because I need yeah. some way to introduce yourself. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> what was I'm that? A, a C12? No, it's the still on the Stelvio. It was a Zonda 
F. Oh, it that was one with Batman, Batman on the front. On the bonnet. <laughs> Hang on a minute. So we had to take all the pictures <laughs> from, from the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> so there was, a, there was a story there. So the the it was a Zonda that was owned by an Argentinian gentleman who had a much younger girlfriend. When we spoke to Pagani, he said, really want that to get a car there. They said, yeah, but the only one we've got is uh, this orange one. Oh, that's perfect. He said, yeah, the only thing is the younger girlfriend has just done some decoration on the car for, for, the, for the owner and she's painted Batman on the bonnet. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. it, this wasn't this a small Batman. Graphic. This no, was, was the, the entire front width of the, of the car. car. Yeah. So we drove all the way around the Italian lakes and up into the mountains with Batman painted on the bonnet you saying, know, kapow. All these years, it. readers oh, have probably thought, uh, Top Gear, up to their old tricks, painting funny <laughs> pictures on the cars, no. japes. No, that was how Well, it that was up. the yeah, year yeah. we organised everyone to come from all over. all over the different parts of Europe. So where the cars were built. So there was an FF and, a, and that Zonda, yeah, I think, so that, that came was on Italy. the leg I, was, I did. And I... Did I go and get? I went and got a Bugatti, Bugatti. Veyron uh, world Sport. record car, yeah. and did thousands and thousands of miles in a in a Bugatti, which was just joyous. And then um, made a policeman cry. I remember I made the a policeman yes. cry. <laughs> yes. I made a policeman actually burst into tears by taking him for a ride in a Bugatti. Mm. And then they black boxed it, and we'd closed the road, but it was a single track road, and I did 173, and the policeman burst into tears. So I still think that's a cool thing to envision. <laughs> sorry, why did he cry? Because he thought he was going to die. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> As do we all. I thought, we he, I thought it was because he was going to lose his job. Probably both, actually. Uh, Ro, what, what was your first? Do you remember? Yeah, well, I, I think it was 11 or 12 years ago now. It was down at Dunsfold. Um, it all kind of comes full circle. It was actually, I think, no, yeah, I think it was the 10th, anniversary of it last year back at Dunsfold yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. it was the GC86 was the winner went up to Scotland uh, Jezza came down and it was a three wheeler it, it not killed? did you? Uh, no no, 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 no it, was Fold, all, it was all at Dunsfold yeah, yeah, the event store was new yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah so and a, and a uh, Focus ST was the did big... we go on a road trip after that to Scotland didn't it? we did didn't yeah. we? we took them no, all you came school. back you came down from we, it yeah I we believe, did Scotland first and then yeah 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 and I really like the because I arrived in Scotland I'd been with the Radical yeah. In the Radical at four o'clock in the morning, having driven it straight from Southampton. Do you want to know a funny story about this? <laughs> so Ollie had this bright lime green Radical as his long-termer, because only Ollie Marriage would have a Radical well, as nice long-termer. Nice sensible car. For- <laughs> I do, got everyone up there, all, everyone's fine. He comes up at four o'clock in the morning. And the Radical had these headlights behind Perspex covers. Both of his headlights were shattered, but behind the Perspex covers... And basically, it was it rode so hard that it had shattered the headlights by hitting the floor, but not the perspex. So it was just broken glass. It looked like a novelty lamp. Um, and yet, and you, on, hit a, and you hit a deer. And no, I nearly hit a deer going quite quickly through the Great Glen at about two or three o'clock in the morning. Tell us what happened to that car. Oh, it, no, anyway, so <laughs> it didn't survive on. I might give a politician's answer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No comment whatsoever. Change the subject. But the uh, anyway, but that was you know we could we could go for hours and hours and hours on previous um, speed weeks. Great. But this so one, let's continue. No, no was, let's talk about this one uh, yeah. because well, let's take it back to the beginning. How do how do you where does speed week? start you know it, it's a um we, we, we know when it's coming it's a date we need mm-hmm. to shoot it at the end of august beginning of september so that's a kind of hard line in our diaries but uh, yeah well this year i um because i've seen quite a few now and they always go down to the last weeks of it mm-hmm. and i thought we're going to be really 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 um advanced with this one now that's I, your first mistake yes. yeah <laughs> and i thought i think we started asking manufacturers in february february march, february, march for yeah. it 
uh, to say, because we knew what dates we roughly yeah. needed. Uh, but having been constrained by COVID for the last couple of years and stuck in the UK, I wanted to take it, well, we all wanted it anyway, but really to push the ambition again, go places we'd never been before. And I always loved it when you saw tracks and roads that aren't known. And we've been at places that a few times now, you know, and I don't like to repeat them. So we all had a meeting and just said, go find some racetracks. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to go to Eastern Europe slightly because we'd never really done there. No. And I found this track called Autodrom Most, um, which... It didn't even have any images really on Google, so we didn't know where it went. The only assessor course of that kind of really nerdy racing game is the only one where it had like an outline, and it looked interesting. It had all we needed, which was foregrounds and you know interesting mountain backgrounds. You don't want a boring circuit like Silverstone, really, for what we want to do. Um, so then I just fired them a random email. And they was responded. It, was it the general kind of info at autodromlost.com? No, it, it was exactly yeah, that yeah. address. So yeah, if anyone wants to book it, use that email address. <laughs> um, and you go through to the most lovely man called Radek. Um, and Ollie and myself have just been dealing with him for months to, to sort the track booking and all those other bits where they kindly kicked people off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> great anger for them so we could come because we need a few days to get everything we need mm -hmm. done. And then we then... Once we had the track, have to work out how to get there. But, but it wasn't quite that simple, was it? Because we needed two, two days, kind of minimum, really, to yeah. get all the photography and all the video yeah. we need to get, and to drive the cars and have fun. So the, and not yeah, be so too the challenge of that is, is that you basically. You're a wedge. You, he says, right, we've got a day free. And you go, well, we, need, we can't do it and we really need three. Yeah. And then you compromise on two. And he, he managed to find us a second day by saying, right, okay, well, you can have this day that's our setup day for our race weekend. So, but you'll need to be off the track by four o'clock and this sort of thing. So, okay, well, we, okay, two days we can, we can work with. Yeah. But is you're always in this battle of trying to find a track, do it for the right cost, come to some agreement, mm -hmm. You really, it's really difficult, mm -hmm. really difficult. So you, yeah, you have a lot of conversations and you eventually get to an agreement that hopefully we can both work on. In this case, yeah, it it went way better than we even expected. But there's could. a bit of serendipity and luck to it all. Everything yeah, yeah, we do yeah. at Top Gear is just things just happen and you don't expect them whatsoever. So he said, oh, we've got a race weekend. We said, what kind of race weekend? He said, oh. It's the 30th anniversary of Czech truck racing. We went, brilliant. That sounds <laughs> that, absolutely yeah. fantastic. It's very top gear. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, then we got discussing, like, can we be part of it? And we were 100%, you know, we'd love, I've never been to a truck racing event, let alone the 30th anniversary of one. Um, but also, you know, the locals there would be very different to what else we'd experience and they could interact with the cars. So we then had that locked in. Then the problem was getting the cars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So mm. getting the cars is, well... In some ways, it's, you know, the easy bit, it's, it's a phone call, but it's never goes, it's never it's straightforward, never is it? It's never simple. You, you have your, you, you, fair to say we have a sort of an ongoing yeah, rolling yeah. hit list From of the whole, cars we want. I mean, as Rose said earlier, we're wanting to be super organised. Wook and I have been trying this for the last 15, mm. 18 years or however. You always start in February, March to try and get the cars and you have this amazing long list. <laughs> <laughs> I used you, to start like this, the month before and just uh, just ring people up, and I used to get them. That's, that's why you that's had a Skoda Fabia and a and a VW yeah. Golf. Man, but we used to start the Geneva right. Motor Show in March. Used to be the right yeah. go around, find out what yeah. we can get for, for sure. what when's the launch schedule for cars and all this mm. sort of thing. 
but it always, always fades quite quickly from there as you get everything and everyone goes, right, August has struggled because of holidays and this sort of thing. So we always end up shooting in September. That's all fine. But actually getting people to tick the cars, they that far out, most of them go, yep, we can definitely make that happen. And what always happens, and I say every single year, is the last two weeks... Something will pull yeah, out. Yeah. Something will. You'll. There'll be stuff that they've gone. Oh no, it doesn't work with the launch schedule, or it yeah. doesn't. That car's not available now. It fails. So I, yeah. I've probably done the the, the fewest um, uh, speed weeks of everyone sitting around this table here, and exactly that. In my experience, you have this lovely list, mm. lots of green on the spreadsheet. Yeses all round, and then something will always drop out. It will be crashed on another event, or it will be suddenly needed in Hong Kong or and whatever is, reason it there is. There is a yeah. lot of fear from manufacturers mm-hmm. about Speed Week because they think they're getting a, two days of track for a start. Everyone panics because they've not got crews there. Mm-hmm. Then they'll worry that they're going to do, we're going to do times mm-hmm. and actual timed laps is a really sticky thing for PRs and for manufacturers. But what I think a lot of people don't understand, when, when you're organising a Speed Week, it's 95% logistics and 5% doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the three or four days we spent at Autoron Most you've spent six months organising and many, many hours just being on a phone going, well, can you come here? Um, how do we drive those cars down? Oh, you don't want to do that. You can only bring the car for that day. It just drives you insane. Yeah. It's a lot of spreadsheets. But it's the first comment on the YouTube like video of anything mm-hmm. goes on, why didn't you have this? Yeah. And it's yeah. not as easy yeah. as it is. Yeah. Uh, Trust we, us, we, guys. It's address, not as easy. Um, Corvette Z06? Or Z06, I should say. I was just yeah. looking. We've just revealed the um, the Meet the Contenders video on YouTube, which you can go and watch now. So they're, they're, I, I do a walk down of the the nine cars that are competing for the sort of Speed Week crown, as it were. Uh, and yeah, number one comment. I can't believe you didn't have a Corvette Z06 here. That, it would have done. Don't you think we, we would tried? have loved <laughs> to have a Corvette Z06. They've literally just launched it in the US. In fact, the launch is probably still going on as we speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know so, conversations with them back in March, April, May time. Exactly. And and, yeah. and logistics-wise, you know, and, and they're interested and they want to be involved and, and we're, we're, you know, we're, yeah. we're pally with them, but shipping a car over to... Um, to, what to would we? What would we have ideally had there? Well, can I just go through the list of what didn't make it? Yeah, that should have yeah, made yeah, yeah. it. So I think 22's 2022 has been a weird year. There's obviously been, we know there's been some sticky situation, but in the last two weeks, I went on holiday in the first two weeks of August and I got back in week three, so literally two weeks before we were shooting. And I, on four or five days, I had five cars pull out, one each day. So we had the McLaren Artura pulled out, the Lotus Amira pulled out, Toyota GR86, Mercedes SL, and the Pagani Huayra R all pulled out two two weeks ago before the event. So you suddenly go, oh my God, that's not gone well. Yeah. But yeah, it's those cars, especially the Artura and the Amira, were, you know, those are cars that absolutely should have been there this year. And for whatever technical reasons they're having around production of those cars, mm. they just didn't make it there this year. And they were the big misses, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then we go scrambling afterwards because like, oh, we have a, you know, it, we all operates off, you know, a, a group sheet. And then mm. you're just seeing this spreadsheet lose cars. You're like, right, we mm. need to fill these gaps. Mm. So then we phoned Porsche because then the timings we thought would work for the new GT3 RS. So we tried to get that mm. down, which has just been it's launched. Too tight. At the, it's at too time. tight to get that So car then we got on. the Cayman E Performance. Mm-hmm. That was agreed. And then that yeah. fell out a few days yeah, beforehand. Yeah. And then a race car. That's so the, we, that's the thousand horsepower electric Cayman race car for it. So we try everything. We try to get everything. And also a lot of people may think these are big production cars. The manufacturers have very few 
to go around anyway. And a lot of the time they'll have one. Yeah. Mm. And there's other people doing tests at the same time at this time of year. So we, we always we always get them. Yeah, we we'll try, get we'll, we'll, we'll try and get them. But Ferrari, for example, mm. has has a 296 GTB UK press car, yeah. which is the one we got in the end with yeah. the interesting the one that they messed blue up with the spec, which but is just didn't turn up on the blue wheels, which was Thank a God. joy. Days, which was a joy. It was a joy. <laughs> Did um, anyone else notice there was one in the car park that was just red with silver wheels? Yeah, it I thought that amazing. was Ferrari. That was also that those, long. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, then it's the logistical thing. Like, you know, we wanted to drive across Europe all the cars from the UK, mm-hmm. and then someone says, "Oh, you can't." We can't put the miles we on. Got, we can't drive across. We the used to get that a lot with a lot of the really heavy hitters. So that SLR McLaren had to have a minder, and it, there's just some dude hanging around in the mm-hmm. back of shot every time, and you couldn't put more than I think we had, we could only put like 300 miles on it. So mm-hmm. you get these limitations that you don't acknowledge in the feature, but you've got to deal with the yeah. whole time. Yeah. you know, you yeah. get people come in and checking tire pressures. That CSL drove me insane with guy with the tyre warmers but he's looking at what we're doing the whole time and yeah, you're just yeah. like oh this you is boring. like you're under a but microscope but nothing there here feels like we've got a weak set of cars that's that's thing. Yeah, you always get to it and that's what we always say is you know you can look at a spreadsheet as long when you have these cars in a pit lane together yeah, it all works they're great. all colourful that was the conclusion of my point I, I, I was trying to make earlier was that yeah uh, six or seven I've, of these I've been on always something drops out mm. always you feel slightly deflated mm. that we haven't got our you know first mm. choice lineup you get there the trucks open up the cars roll off uh, you line them up in the pit lane and it's just astonishing they've been they've been they've been letters and numbers on a spreadsheet for six months and suddenly they're a big shiny shouty yeah. performance cars. car and it's mm. so exciting and, moment. Yeah. and this year we did want to thin it down because I think last year we did 30 cars which we, is a bit yeah, too many, too many. And, but that was our <laughs> excuse for COVID yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to throw everything at yeah, it yeah, yeah, more, is more. more is the more. most I've ever done <laughs> out of interest is 52 <laughs> And is that was, something to do with the US states? No. 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 I actually just did all. I, what I did was I thought we'll do every single performance car that's been released in that past 12 months. Mm. It was the worst thing to organize mm. in my entire life. And a lot of people who lent us cars were only there for the first day and then they got sent home. Mm. So it was just quite embarrassing making a lot of phone calls the entire time. 52 is the record. That also shows Jack's geography of how many states he thinks there are in the US. But yeah, so, but, uh, is it not 50? Is it 50? How many? It's 50. 50. Yeah. Oh, 52. No, it's 50. Two disputed states. But what, um, we may Sorry, as well run I also through. thought well, uh, Africa was a country... Um, <laughs> In the uh, Defender video I did a few years ago. Anyway, <laughs> we'll gloss over that. What cars did we get in the end then? Right. What cars did we get? Fortunately, I've got a copy of the magazine in front of me so I can just read them off. Um, so, Cayman GT4 RS. <laughs> um, yeah, M4 CSL. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just Instant gagging. Instant Verdicts brought to you by Sound Effects <laughs> from Wookie. Um, two, uh, Ferrari 296 GTB. Covered in blue. Um, Huracan Technica, Lamborghini Huracan Technica. Really good. Uh, the uh, McLaren Elva. Awkward looking thing. With windscreen. That's why it looks awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Aston Martin DBX 707. Brute in a suit. Maserati MC20. I like that. <laughs> Audi RS3. Boring. Morgan Super 3. Brilliant. And a Praga R1. Only um, Ollie drove it. Yeah, which Ollie can tell <laughs> us about. Because he's the only one that um, fitted it. <laughs> uh, which is a homegrown, proper homegrown hero. And that was yeah, kind exactly. of our, the way we used it. It was like our track guide. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wanted to have a 
proper Czech representation yeah. at a at a track in the Czech Republic. So we, yeah, we got the Praga R1 along, which is a little tiny daredevil of a thing, really. Yeah. It only weighs 640 kilos. It's got 350 horsepower. It's as fast as a GT3 car. It's a terrific little thing, actually. Yeah. Got a lot of attention when we when we mm. lined the cars up and the crowds came in. I'm not sure if they actually knew it was yeah, built yeah. around the corner, mm. but they all gravitated towards it because it looks like a sort of... What's the motor in that? Is that a Formula it? Renault? Yeah, exactly. It's a two-litre turbo. Two yeah. So let's go... So talking about cars and wrangling and stuff, in an ideal world, we needed to get from, from London to, to Moss. So we want to mm. do this big road trip across Europe. That's where all the fun and the stories and the colour comes in. Um, yeah. But as you say... Certain manufacturers want to want you to take a car from Italy, or you know, the idea of assembling all nine cars in London just just wasn't possible. So, how yeah. how, how many did we get together for the five? For the drive I down? think five. Well, four, and the BMW M4 CSL met us en route. Okay, because we couldn't take that. We were the first people to get one anywhere in the world, but we had to go to Munich, get the full handover treatment in order to drive it away. It was actually, uh, you know worked backwards because mm-hmm. uh, I also selected Moss because then you look at the world and you think well if we had to drive mm-hmm. cars from different locations yeah. it's actually amazingly positioned because mm-hmm. we thought oh Conan's egg from Sweden that can drive down stuff can come up from Italy Germany's next door mm-hmm. stuff from the UK but also also when we, d- we were doing the logistics of this we all assumed that the Czech Republic was a long 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 way away yeah. and it's not it's 600 miles, miles from or 620 Calais. wasn't it from Calais to Most it was, yeah. qu- it was less than oh, going to the south of France it's a big day's drive that's yeah. basically your commute work isn't it it is yeah from, <laughs> yeah. from the world's Lincolnshire it was just a big yeah. day's drive we all got but when we were coming back didn't we oh I better not mention that <laughs> well, we haven't got Carry to the. We haven't, no, yeah, 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 I was stressing all beforehand that everything's going to be okay, fine. Mm-hmm. We had to meet there, I think, five in the morning, so leave at four or something. Mm-hmm. I left, and at eight minutes past four, Greg Potts rings me. And I was like, this isn't oh, going to no. be good news. Was he was, in the Morgan, wasn't he? He yeah. was in the Morgan. Oh, and I was like, oh, something's gone wrong. <clears throat> Has he, like, overslept or something? The logistics are so tight on everything. If one thing, you know, falls, mm-hmm. the whole um, house comes down. We all need to be on the same, same crossing. Yeah. And... Um, I've lost the panniers on the Morgan. <laughs> what? They've fallen off on the motorway. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got, I've got, and I've got them. But going to be fifteen minutes late. I was like, oh my god! All right, we're off to a great start already. But yeah. this is just, um, but it's great for the story. But I think if we miss this train, we're all screwed. He yeah. also yeah. turned up looking like phone jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, like a ski hat, some goggles, like someone else's ski jacket mm. in a Morgan Three Super Three, yeah. just looking like I just don't know what he looked like. With he looked a, like he'd done a bad bank job. Yeah, with a couple of very tattered panniers sitting next to him, which is in, was dragged along the motorway. They'd yeah. be dragged along some A road nearby. But what was it? The way that they attach to the Morgan is Morgan's first ever patent. So there's a kind of oh, fastening that's system. <laughs> yes. So it's like, do you know what? Just no use someone else's fastening system. It. You don't have to do your own. Yeah, so that's, that, that didn't go I'd, well for I'd Morgan. actually got up at two that morning to drive to Stansted to pick up the photographer who dropped his car off there because he was flying out of something to this is the logistics part yeah. that nobody realizes the photographer's flying back in he needed his car at stansted i'd gone to pick him up then driven down by the time i got to you guys i was knackered that's yeah. the thing <laughs> but it's also the first time you see the cars assembled mm. and everyone comes slightly bleary-eyed but you think 
That's going to be all right. This, this, this yeah. is I, I didn't come bleary-eyed. I was in the GT4 RS. There was no bleariness <laughs> yeah. going on. Yeah. Wide awake, very happy. I was in the DBX. <laughs> With a full set of tyres yeah. in the back. Yeah, so there's, there and wheels. And snacks. Yeah. I mean, and radios. Burbling, probably the, the, one of the best cars in the world for a cross-continental <laughs> trip, actually. But I wasn't able to corner at any sort of speeds because I did have a full set of tyres in the back and 80,000 packets of crisps and all the snacks. That's the other thing about speed. We, we order a big shop with a, a big lot shop. Of, you a make big, it sound like oh, a we, toddler's out. We, get we a don't big like being shop. away from home. It was so a toddler's out. It had, I think there were 60 packets of pepper pig raisins that someone <laughs> ordered. Yeah. Esther, shout out to Esther. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so we're there. You know, this sort of motley crew gathered. We've got our kit. We've got the photographers and we've got most of us in tow. We've got Ollie Q somewhere in Europe chasing around a, an M4 CSL who, who joins us later in Germany and off we go. So we did make our train. We did. Yes, well, but the best bit about the train was driving towards the train thinking, oh, that Morgan looks really unique. Mm. And then someone going, uh, where's the Morgan? And it's it behind us. No. There's another one in front of us. Oh, cool. Maybe we'll talk to them. Oh, there's another one and another one and another one. There were 12. There were 12. <laughs> 12 the, of the old pre- Morgan. The there was a Morgan yeah, yeah. Owners Club going on the same train to France as we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We thought, oh, we'll be really wacky. We'll take a three-wheeler. We'll go mad. And yeah. then we arrived at our first place. There was 12 more. 12 so more. Was, oh, God. <laughs> but also, nice little focus the... group for the, for the new car, right? They yeah, liked yeah. it. They liked it. But yeah. the, it was just like they'd all modified their cars. So the other thing with that, with the Morgan, was when as soon as he drove onto the Euro Tunnel, three-wheeler, centre-rear wheel, all down the centre of the Eurotunnel ah, carriage yeah. are those loose vents. Lifts them. So it just goes bang, bang, bang all the way along. And just think about knocks that, all the, the vents the, out. The logistics, the yeah. No, no, well, I don't think Morgan thought about that in the development of it either. So uh, <laughs> it was fine. But then, yeah, we, we, we got off and that day was just kind of do the mileage. We had a really good road lined up in Sudhars in East Germany. So it was about doing mileage there. There was a healthy chunk of autobahns who um, attack mm, at the same time. Autobahn, yeah, well, the best yeah. bit was at the end, actually, like just, just coming into... Well, you say best. The scariest. The scariest yeah. bit. No, I... Uh, well, yeah. All the, completely legal. I, did you sort of talk about the DBX, no one mentioned the fact that the tyres the weren't completely secured when I had to slam the brakes on at sort of 170 miles an hour and all of the tyres pressed the electric seat into the steering wheel with my face between them. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you, you, should, you, you hit should the brakes and it goes, all cargo oh. was secure before setting Well, off. I should have done, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was a, a nice safe game of how fast does, can everyone go in the morgue. A nice safe <laughs> game. <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh, so Wookie came in, I think, at 120. 128 with an, yeah. with an official, uh, I think does 130, I couldn't get it to go any faster. Yeah. And it was scary. Because the, 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 the little wheel that you're talking about in the middle, shush now, <laughs> was bouncing. So the, it was coming off the floor. Mm. And because there's no aero, you're part of the aero. It, it just felt like it was doing 500 miles an hour. Then I had to go in the Porsche and thought I'd done really well. I don't know what I got. And then Rowan comes back in with a photographer who'd taken a picture of 302 kilometres an hour. That's 180, 86, 186, 100, yeah. 185. Yeah. Yeah. And it's during yeah. traffic. No, yes. It was, no, it, and it was amazing. People go to Germany, and I still, it blows my mind that you can do this completely legally, and we do do it safely. Yeah. But in this part, because we were in eastern Germany, we're uh, uh, away easy. from all the main cities. Mm. 
it is the most efficient way to travel in the world because you can just go. And, and you're uh, not sustaining it for ages and it's on clear, well-sighted, kind of dry, bright roads where yeah, it's, lovely. it's really easy and yeah. safe to do that sort of stuff. But And it feels special still. Yeah. Massively so. No, going fast in a car on the public road legally... Feels still feels quite exotic. Oh, I've yeah. been doing it, it for like years, it, and I still think it's fantastic. Feels like it shouldn't be allowed, but I'm so glad it is. Well, it's, I did uh, pass a police officer at 170 miles an hour, and I was like, "This can't be right." But yeah, it was. Yeah. He didn't. Read, I didn't get pulled over. So well, okay. I was doing 130 in the blooming Morgan, and I thought I was doing really well. And then Jack came past in the DBX, <laughs> and I swear he was like eating a pepper Pig yeah. with one hand on the wheel, yeah. with a with a tire pressing my face against the windscreen. But it was all good. Yeah, but yeah we and then we got. To the hotel a beautiful you know very traditional german um village had um, a couple of libations just to kind of fuel ourselves oh, yeah. settle yeah. the nerves yes and then uh the next day it was just on to properly be able to use those cars on the road because that's what we want to try and get you know with this test mm. some other people just do track or just do road we want to give the full breadth and finding a decent road where we can film and um photograph them properly for all the different platforms is huge but also we had a healthy chunk of time which is quite rare and it really helps you get under the skin of what mm-hmm. you've got available. And they're all so different. It's, mm-hmm. you know, in the, since COVID, it's very hard to hop between cars because we're not all together anymore. But to go from one to the other and see all the nuances and difference yeah. is really special. That's a really good point, actually. Yeah, I, I, I mm-hmm. mentioned that the other day when we were all in the office every day, you were just swapping keys every single day. You could drive five different cars. Like that every week and that's yeah. sort of slowed down you know if, if we're lucky enough to have a long term that that that's kind of your car that you drive around in mm. and then when you go on a test you get to try some other stuff but this was brilliant we were lit you know you were driving in between stuff. five of the yeah. best fast cars of the year back to back to back on a brilliant road i did i really enjoyed that road yeah yeah and it was a, it was a mixture of stuff so it was technical it was sighted there was some big bits there was some tighter bits you know we got the full gamut of stuff yeah. quickly yeah yeah but usually when we have a lot of cars out if you've got to write about three or four cars you end up having to spend all your time in those because you don't get chance yeah. i remember was it last year when we or was it the year before when we were in anglesey anglesey we literally didn't drive i didn't really drive anything that wasn't immediately in my group mm. this year because there were less cars and less people mm. yeah it felt like we really got to play with them a bit which was yeah. grand mm. yeah and should we should we fast forward to and then we're sort of yeah. Then you start. You had two. You've had two great days in these cars. I think these are fantastic. And you're over track, and there's more there. Yeah, waiting that's for you. Thing. Yeah. I was going to say five cars. You you know you've, you're sort of falling in love with the kind of different uh, elements that they yeah. have. And then we 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 rock up at the track. Was it dark when we got there? Well, can we yeah? Can we just talk about that? Because well, I Rowan and I because we booked the circuit and sorted it all out, and we thought we knew it by that stage. And then we arrived and they'd given us this fantastic gallery looking down over the circuit. So beautiful location for it. Sort of glass, glass, glass side, glass fronted. It was so, it was we'd never amazing. had anything so posh. Yeah. Yeah. So we arrived and stood up there and went, oh my God, it's enormous, this circuit. It's like 30% bigger than we thought. It's proper Billy One Brave hell of a straight. No, but, yeah, it was One a, hell of a straight on Billy it. Billy Brave mm. pants. Yeah. <laughs> but we, no, we arrived there and then we, the scale became before you even got to the track because we went to one side but they said, no, you're at the wrong side. And it's yeah. about six kilometres around to the other side yeah. to go to sign on. And yeah, Ollie said, you, the, the vantage point, you could see the whole track from where we were and there was a bike track day going on and some Ferrari race cars. <laughs> 
And then we saw there's an 800 meter straight into a 90 right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn one. Well, and that I thought, was big. Oh my With god. With a nice little runoff road. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah but well, some of us needed. We were yeah. seeing that was not my fault. <laughs> we, were, we were seeing track day enthusiasts just falling in the gravel all yeah. the time, and yeah. I just went, oh my god. Again, a moment I always get on on speed week is la la la. We're having fun. We're so lucky. We're here. Yeah, there's quite a, there's quite a senior circuit, yeah. and these cars they're quite hundred horsepower. Did you say <laughs> yeah. it on that one? It's interesting, yeah. and you just a little bit of adrenaline, and yeah, don't yeah. want to be the one that crashes. You know, take it slowly. You have to have a word with yourself. Well, don't we you? normally do, don't we? Yeah, you, me or you, stand up and go right, everybody. We're here to do a job. Yeah. have fun. Don't be the person who sticks it in the barriers. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, at, it's at 9 a.m. on day and one. It, it wasn't necessary this year because we saw the first corner and went, yeah, that's pretty, it's pretty senior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. But then, uh, but also just the, the facilities at this track, because like I said, when I initially Googled it, there was nothing on it. Mm-hmm. They've got full tyre changing facilities. They've got a digger land. They've got full pits. <laughs> digger land. land. Yeah, yeah. But it's also it's full FIA rated for safety for world superbikes and this truck racing. So it's a proper, proper circuit. And from the top, it had long straights, technical sections, mm. elevation changes. It was way Ooh, better than we and expected. And a castle on a hill. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah a and a castle on a hill overlooking the circuit. Which and none you of us see... visited. No, we didn't we... visit it, but the photographers yeah. were licking their lips. They're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually is, it is in the background of the cover. But it's behind the G. I think it's behind, behind the, the G, G of, of the Top, top Gear. gear. Yeah. But if you're a subscriber, and uh, if you're not, why not? Uh, you can definitely see it on the subs I cover. just remember walking down and looking, you know, from that place looking down and thinking, that looks fast. Mm. That looks really fast. It was really fast. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's proper. Yeah. Then the next day, it's like, all right. Off we go. Here we go. Here we do it. So, yeah. uh, so and, and that moment, of the, there's always a lot to do. So, we, we, we're we not unambitious with the amount of content we want to get. We need to we need to photograph enough. Well, this is it. You should point, we should point out that this isn't just a free-for-all track. No, day. You no, don't no. just get, right, 10 cars, drive what you like. Yeah. We have a big structured document that Rowan puts together of what's going to be shot when, what's it, what we need from it in terms of video, social media assets, photography. Mm. It's hugely complicated. Yeah. And it was, it's also what the circuits are surprised by. They just think we bring these cars and we're just going to pound them around constantly. Mm. They're actually static probably more time than anyone yeah. would yeah. expect. Yeah, sure. And the, the time we actually, yeah. you know, driving them at, full, you know, full chat, um, isn't monstrous over the three days, mm. but it's, it's enough. Well, I think we it's got plenty of time. More it's than probably we did three hours over well. three days yeah. Of, yeah. of actual track time. If Two you day, think yeah. about how much you can learn in three hours, oh, yeah. when you've only got what was it, ten cars, your 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 actual experience of those cars at speed is brilliant. Yeah. But we're there for three days. Yeah, we're doing a lot of things. But also, but you, you get to the way we have to do it for all the content as well. Is you're driving them in so many different environments, and then mm. to be actually be flat out, you're not going to do sixty laps flat out, and then you're just mm. killing tires and fuel. But you can learn so much. But more, I think, more than a lot more um, previous speed weeks, we were driving them like flat out more than ever at, yeah. at, at times, and we had the, the time and the space, so it was, it was fantastic. We do have a sort of a little session, which is my favourite, uh, called free running. So that's when we've, you know, we've split up into groups. We've shot uh, video sections that we need, photography. Um, and then it's like, okay, half an hour until lunch. Track's open, you know, jump and take it, 
take it easy, jump in what you want to drive. And I always get, and get shy when that happens. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't want anybody to watch. <laughs> I just want to go and do it on my own. Well, that's why. That's why everybody's looking. Get in it quick and get out on track. And get in the, get in the fastest one first. Yeah, that's my advice. Start heavy because you're feeling a little bit of trepidation, yeah. and then work backwards. If you work the other way, you get too confident. So I started with the Elva. Yes, which which I maintain was the fastest car there. Yes, um, hit 165 on the back straight. Like I would, locked it up. Whether it is the fastest car around the track is up for endless debate because, uh, as no, we said, we did we we don't put the stopwatch against all the cars around I, the I'm, track. I'm yeah. a professional Elva driver now, and I reckon uh, it was the fastest uh, car there. But I think it felt like the fastest car. But I reckon the Ferrari might have had I it around think the you're track. Probably right. Who knows? Yeah. But also, I mean, we what had are your opinions matter. <laughs> <laughs> we have so six there, which really <laughs> shows. Yeah, because the lines around Moss that, like. It was possible for Stig that yeah. wasn't possible for us, but also the bravery mm. was insane. Who who had a passenger mm. lap with the Stig and in what? Well, I I went out in the Ferrari. Yeah, and, uh, and the CSL actually, and the CSL was so impressive because the mechanical grip that it has, the general grip. But yeah, you're inside it, so you're not looking at it, so it's fine. Was yeah. was crazy, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, the, the, the two nine six next to the Stig, and uh, I mean the, the lines he took were, were, were not were not right. Also, <laughs> not right, according to me. It's, that's it's, that's it not right. Oh, he seems to have made it stick. It was phenomenal. It felt like it was pulling downforce, but it's not a downforce car there I mean it must have ground effects that car and it's been sort of carefully developed to not lift but the grip that it was getting was just but the thing is in different cars the circuit changed shape yeah did for me anyway yeah like all the stuff that you were bombing around funny enough the easiest car to go quite respectably quick in was the Lambo Lamborghini Huracan Technica, I yeah. found really friendly. Now you were actually going really slowly. It just sounded, it sounded very really fast. <laughs> really fast. That is so easy to go for. Yeah, 30 miles oh, yeah, That's still wow. good. <laughs> but I think it was, you're right, though. The, the Ferrari and the, McLaren, and the McLaren were the two. They were so quick. There was, so there was two corners, the brave, the brave Boy corners, which were sort of flat. Yeah, but no. they weren't in those two. They were. They they just about were, but only if they you got the line right. And Stig was flat. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Flat. I wasn't. It was. Um. They were. Yeah. Those corners were challenging. But you're right. They the the McLaren and the Ferrari were so fast they would push you onto different bits of the circuit. Yeah. Mm which made it hard to get back to where you needed to be for the next corner because Most does. It flows beautifully if you get it right, yep. but it can catch you out if you don't get it right. And it, it screws you up for the next two. Yeah, yeah. If you get yeah. it wrong. Mm. Like, I couldn't... I was flat out in the Morgan pretty much everything apart from turn one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which uh, I thought was hilarious. Turn one and... What's the one, like, the skiddy corner? Yeah, skid corner. Skid corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're the only two bits where I actually <laughs> break. When, when, that's the other thing that happens when you get to a, a new track is you're, oh, wow, Wow, look at the views, look at the size of it, look how long that straight is, look at turn one. And that hairpin down there will be skid corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the point where everyone has a puts the Ferrari into CT off mode and gives it a bung. Um, but also we have the uh, we didn't know which way the, the, the circuit went. And the first thing we did was put Ollie in the Praga in a race car. Go on, have a go. Let us know which way it goes. On slicks with downforce. So then everything back then, I felt, did it feel slightly pared back um, getting into a road car no, after it being didn't in a race actually, car? No, because, because I always think if you've got a car that's got more grip than power, 
then you're safe everywhere. So the Praga was pretty much flat through most stuff. Yeah. So because it had so much aero grip. Um, whereas if you like things like the M4 CSL, which didn't understand understeer, but understand oversteer very well indeed. Yeah. I saw you was... doing that. I saw you understanding that. <laughs> <laughs> Several Ooh, look, times. Ollie is understanding oversteer <laughs> down there. Ollie is, is a, he's a professor. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that made it, so uh, yeah, you've got, you've got to be quite careful when they, when you've got less grip actually and you've got a lot of power. Yeah, so what had the uh, least amount of grip? Really? Well, it was Morgan, <laughs> wasn't it? But, oh, oh, I think what, an interesting way of attacking maybe what happened on the circuit is what cars sort of impressed us or, you know, did things that we kind of weren't expecting them to do and what other cars kind of, yeah, you know, w w the excitement dampened once once we had a really good go on track. I hate to say it, but I think, I thought the CSL was awful <laughs> and then drove it fast. Great. And it was... It was pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, but you hated that. Just you came back it. very angry, going to yeah. I hate it. It's really yeah. good. Looks like a yeah. unicar, but actually it's yeah. quite it's only good when competent. you get it really hot and go flat out. It needs mm. it needs tire temperature and all that sort of stuff. And to to me that CSL should, should still mean road first, track second. Well, it that's what be, the badge means, isn't it? Yeah. You've got exactly. GTS for, for big for wing track, yeah, yeah. And I, so track I think versions. fundamentally I still, because I didn't particularly enjoy driving it on road. No, it was okay, steering but, wheel like a leather baguette. But we had yeah. a GT4 RS there, and the GT4 RS made it feel a bit daft. Well, I actually like the M4, but it's only it's a very temperature-sensitive car. And the, luckily, oh, what we, is that? But Your car's temperature-sensitive. <laughs> Shut up. Which is, now. which is mad, <laughs> because there was a German man who arrived and would slap tyre warmers onto this road car to yeah. make sure they came at 50 degrees. So we'd take them off, and then he, he got very angry because we had to go down to an access road to the Pit and we were basically and it was hanging dirty. around. No, it was too dirty. <laughs> oh, no, so he's like, Can you sweep it? And we said, No, this is a road car. And then, so he would spend two hours warming the tires and then we'd take them off and it would just stand static in the pit lane while we take a photo. Then we would drive it, which yeah. to his great yeah. annoyance. But I got on with it really well and I thought it was massively confidence inspiring. It, it, so I was going to say, there were two cars, yeah. the, the G4RS and the M4, that for, for someone of my driving ability, not uh, self confessed, I'm not a, a racing driver anywhere near. Are you not? Well, you know, you got your Lego Land license, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did have a National B at some point, but that, I think I lost it down the back of the sofa. Um, both of those cars felt like I could take liberties with them, so you could, you know, I could, I, you know, try and drive a nice tidy fast lap, or you could just bug it around and play and have a bit of a play. Neither of those felt like they were going to bite you once you had some temperature and they were up mm. and running. And I love that because it's just like a big friendly hug. That Porsche is just like beat it to death all day and drive home. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, people think it's the cliche. I and hate it for the all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but they are just so good. But also for the circuit, it was the right amount. But we are in the era of eight hundred horsepower entry level supercars for Ferrari mid-engine mm. supercars mm. where with the Porsche especially with the circuit that size with its downforce with its brakes it was perfect and just um, gave you confidence and got that noise when yeah. you just yeah. opened it up and also on this is a bit, a bit of a geek point but we drove it out there did two days at Most plus drove it afterwards and did and then drove it back to the UK all on the same tyres it did full complete days on tracks and skids and everything all on the same tyres and we just went doesn't seem to be using them. How, yes. How's it managing this? So it's not destroying stuff. No. It's not, but it's not heavy. It's not 
trashing everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a light-footed thing. Mm-hmm. And it's confidence-inspiring. It's exactly like yeah. you said, Joe. No, but also, no, Porsche sent it out on the next loan on the same tyres. And it yeah, had just yeah. been... It's not that abused, but it had been day. used hard the whole time that we had it, and uh, yeah. which is just phenomenal. Yeah, but they send it also out with a guy called Richie, who's like a magician, who could probably <laughs> relay a tyre <laughs> in between. So he just put rubber on them. But yeah, yeah. Um, there was a car that was a disappointment for me, though. Um, off the bat oh, because I I, both of uh, Ollie and Jack you had um, already driven it and was came. it blue? it was blue and it had doors that went up towards the sky bonnet yeah the Maserati because I, I quite like a left um, like a left field supercar and I was interested by it. You came back saying the engine was interesting it would it'd be great it's you know comfortable but also great performance I thought it was really disappointing on the track and even inside I thought the interior was I, I didn't think it was glitchy it's a road enough car. for a supercar mm. and the annoying thing is, we wanted it on the road. We told we weren't allowed it, and that's probably where it performed Imagine best. Imagine that, yeah, yeah. that on the autobahn and just, you know, cruising yeah, yeah. through Germany. That would have been, I think we would have fallen yeah, in love with it. And all of the things that were wrong with it on track were the things that make it good on a road. So the slightly Apart from the imprecise weird brakes steering. steering. <laughs> no, I think that sneeze effect. So if you're on the autobahn, yeah. it'd be a little bit better. Yeah. I think the brakes were a bit odd. Like you yeah. put yeah. nothing, mm. then all and of then, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I really like that. I'm not a track driver either. Mm. It's blooming fast. Mm. It looks great. Mm. And the interior is a little bit cheap. Mm. But the, the problem with it is I'm so bored of Porsches and Ferraris and all those other kind of big hitter people. When Maserati comes out with a car, I'm kind of like, ooh, mm. gentleman's supercar. Mm. Maybe this is a bit cooler. Yeah. And it's n- so nearly there, I'd let it off. It has the most forceful <laughs> upshift. I've ever felt, I think, like <laughs> worse than a Lamborghini. Or remember when the um, F80 M3 used to shove torque? Mm. And <laughs> this in Corsa mode, I thought I was going to get knocked out. I got like, sucker punched by the headrest on, <laughs> with every upshift. Just but, weak. Yeah, it's a pretty wild engine as well, isn't it? When, it, uh, when the boost comes in on that, it's, it mm. flies. That thing, it's yeah, quick. Yeah. Um, I actually found it that that made it a little bit unpredictable on track. So you know, you sort of quite, weren't quite sure where you were with the brakes and the steering, and then. Like, have I got boost on? Oh, here it goes. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. That's fine. It's fine. Calm down. Um, whereas, you know, which is fun. It's it's involving in some ways. In other ways, it's, um, yeah. Could be better. Could but be better. Th- unlike some years, the, everyone was having, like, there wasn't one car everyone was rushing to. Everyone wanted yeah. to go in everything, which showed mm-hmm. there was an amazing spread of... Uh, mm-hmm. you know, Even the DBX. Yes. People yeah. wanted to have a go in. I loved the yeah. DBX. I thought it was, I thought yeah, it was yeah. really fun. I thought it, I don't get on with, you know, big SUVs. I don't really like the, the performance SUV market. But that one does have an entertaining personality. It does feel more like an AMG. How many times did you touch the non-touch screen? Uh, oh, oh yeah. eight, 18. And why, why on earth did I always end up with it when we went to the petrol station? <laughs> yeah, was, yeah just, uh, 160. Why? Because I, I think I spent 300 pounds of fuel on the DBX and I didn't drive it much. <laughs> yeah. It was a conspiracy. But anyway, so, but this is basically what happens that we end up arguing about all the cars that uh, on the end of the second track day, we just mm. were all pretty knackered trying to work out what we had to take to the day three. And it wasn't a given, was it? No. 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 They're, 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 I think there's a part in the video, whether it makes the final cut or not, and it's us sitting in these garages with the cars behind us, probably looking quite dishevelled and knackered. Was I being horrible about the M4? Oh, you are always horrible about the M4. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. just a constant. Turn it around so I don't have to but, look at um, it. <laughs> but, but yeah, and it was that, and we sat down, and we're discussing. So just to give you an idea of the format, two days on track... And then the following day, we, we've, um, well, I'll let uh, Ollie and Rowan talk about the location that they found, which was stunning. 
uh, we had to whittle down these cars to just three to take on our final three Czech Republic road trip and on that pick a winner. So there we were sort of debating it. Often it's kind of quite obvious. It kind of, it jumps out at you and everyone, Mm. we just sort of... You you see it quite easily, don't you? Yeah. And this one, I think there were two shoe-ins and and then the third spot was hot debate. It, well, it flip-flopped it, a lot yeah. over the two mm. days. It yeah. did. Mm. And I think it's because, yeah, I mean, what we normally do is you look down your list of cars even before you go out and you go, oh, yeah, that, yeah that's a bit hard to beat. And that's, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. And then you often find yourself, you've proved yourself right and yeah. in, yeah. in your guesses and things. So, yeah, the, for us, the GT4 RS and the 296 GTB were always likely to go through standouts and, yeah, and then the, they were the standouts when we were when we were at most yeah but it was the third one what we put through the third which was which was difficult because in a way because we of the stuff we didn't have there because we didn't have an Archer or an Amira or anything else we, we expected would have performed well GR86 as well we I think yeah. GR86 Do you know what? A really good that shout. is a really good point because yeah. the one thing I felt it was lacking was possibly something cheap yeah or cheaper yeah because when a hot yeah. an Audi hot hatch is 60,000 quid that, that RS yeah. 70 grand, grand, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 70 grand. Yeah. Well, I could, yeah, but it's, it's 55 basic, isn't it? Mm. Or 56 basic. So, but I, I like that RS3. I think it's a good car, but it didn't really quite, you know, it, it didn't do anything different. And you'd have gone, well, if we'd taken that through, it's going to get monstered by the Porsche and the Ferrari. Yeah. So, I think all of our brains worked in a similar way, which is what's the car that does things differently and really engagingly and a bit daftly, but is fun? And the answer to that was the Morgan. Yeah, yeah. What car has a shot at beating these other two because it does everything just so differently? Yeah. Whereas mm. bring along the Lamborghini, mm. great fun. We all enjoyed it. We're all impressed by how fresh it still felt. It's the not going to beat the two nine six. No. It's not yeah. going to get past the two nine six. Same with the MC twenty. Yeah. yeah. DBX just no. So you're trying. But we all love no. the Morgan. It was hilarious. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and we'll get on to. Um, it healed itself up several yeah. times. Yeah, so it ran on two it, cylinders it broke. a few times. <laughs> and then we switched Morgan. it off and it healed up. Yeah. Yeah. How does that work? It's magic. <laughs> but, uh, but also, it was entertaining. Mm. It was the only car there with a manual gearbox we added mm. as well. But also, it just, you know, when there are big, scary, fast corners, it's a car that you can push to its limit and not die in, whereas yeah. all the other ones... Oh, you no, like you, will. you die in that. Well, no, but yeah, <laughs> you yeah, actually, would no, die. Yes, die, actually, you die video, quickly. <laughs> video review of the Morgan Super 3... Uh, should be will be on YouTube now actually and uh, yeah if you want to see it on stick driving and it on two, two wheels, wheels then uh, <laughs> watch that, that video now. <laughs> now what was I trying to say there? basically no you you have a chance at, um, um, being in a less deathly situation whereas mm. in a 296 or an Elva at 186 miles an hour and then there's a 90 right and you you hope you can stop it yeah you, but you if you want to drive to the pub and have a laugh on a road that's in England where you can get put in prison for speeding in the kind of speeds that you do in a 296. The Morgan is a pub car. Oh, yeah. So yeah. the Morgan makes you laugh even at 40. The 296 is a pose car at 40, and so, to a lot of degrees, is the, the Cayman. But the, the little Super 3 is just bombing around, making loads of noise, going quite slowly. Mm-hmm. It's more of a performance experience than the other two. Although yeah. the 296, you could be in EV-only mode at 40 miles an hour, which is a... Boring. A no- yeah, I know, boring. <laughs> I really, it's, a I really it. it's a novelty in a mm, Ferrari. It and, is, yeah. and actually just... Um, that, that, so the morning of our final three mm. road trip, um, yeah, as we said, Porsche, um, Ferrari and the Morgan were our picks, and we were sort of cruising up to this location, which you can say more about, 
Um, and yeah, in the Ferrari, knock it down into EV mode, bit bleary-eyed, drinking coffee. It's basically walk of shame car. You can slip away <laughs> without anybody noticing. Yes. That's exactly what we did from our rather curious hotel. <laughs> Dirty boys. Anyway, so no, we, we, so we found this other location in the Czech mountains um, called Klinovec, which is a Czech ski resort. Um, Czech mountains don't go particularly high, like up to 1,300 metres or so. But they were just enough to get you above the tree line, so you got some really nice views. But Klinovec is weird. So it's obviously a Soviet era. They'd built a ski resort, and it's sort of this sort of weird sort of semi-Gothic, tumble-down, dilapidated ex-hotel. Oh, it's full of bees. Full of bees. <laughs> it was, I basically yeah. was like, oh, look, this is really interesting. Full of um, bee. What, real bees? Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. So you had you went. I had to go. I had to go to Japan. So I flew. I drove home, and then flew no, away so I, and was, left this lot yeah, out this there. Totally but I never heard about the bees. Very spooky abandoned hotel. Mm. It's like something out of Scooby Doo. Yeah. So I sort of went up to the window. Go. Oh, it's quite interesting. I wonder if you could poke your head in. Oh my god! It's full of bees. And almost got uh, eaten alive. So that mm. was. Uh, we, we That's sort not of said, how bees work. But I'll just <laughs> I'll leave that there. I think they were wasps. But either way, but they had one of those amazing communication Soviet communications towers. Their yeah. radar and whatever they're listening to. For a ski moment. resort. This no, wasn't a ski resort. It looked like a Call of Duty map. The whole place. And then you <laughs> yeah. put a two nine six, a GT four, and a Morgan there. You're like this is picture perfect. Yeah. So John Witchley, the photographer, was having a great time with that. And then we just spent a day on the road assessing them. Yeah, thoroughly there. Someone sent me a WhatsApp picture. Who else turned up? While uh, you were there. Oh, another 296. Yes. 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 It was yeah, the yeah. ex-editor of, of Top the Gear Czech, Czech Republic. Yeah, yeah, Top Gear Czech Republic um, uh, edition. Who's and now was, so rich. <laughs> no, well, I think it was a test car, wasn't it? Yeah. No, 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 it, no it was it his friend. It was his friend. They were going for a drive in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. In quite an interesting black and yellow spec. Better didn't, than ours. Yeah, yeah. didn't have the Assetto Fiorano pack on it. He was a genius. So it had normal seatbelts. Because he didn't spend, I think it's... Is it seventeen thousand pound that paint job? Even more for the blue stripes. Mm. Yeah. He just gone to a mate to copy them and did them in a vinyl wrap. So he saved himself <laughs> all that money, but it looked exactly the same. Yeah, so yeah, uh, we, yeah. Were, we were sort of going up there, sort of scratching the stripes on his bonnet, going, "Yeah, it's definitely a sticker." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, like, oh, I was just, yeah, running my my nail of it. But that's a, 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 if you, in this time of um, you know an energy crisis, etc. Save yourself twenty five grand or whatever the mm. paint is, and just get a vinyl wrap of it. I but, just um, like the yeah. idea that we've just been talking about how hard it is to get cars, and then you guys are in a Soviet military installation somewhere in the Czech Republic, and you get another two point <laughs> six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But also, can we just do a shout out for the quality of the Czech roads? Because yeah. I don't think we, you know, we, when you think about doing road trips and things, you think about going to the Alps or maybe the Pyrenees or something. But that this area really surprised. Okay, it's not, you don't have this, the, the amazing lofty peaks of the Alps and stuff. But the roads were brilliant. They were so well surfaced on mm. the whole. The, the towns were really interesting. The people were lovely. Yeah. The roads were, it was just fun to drive. It, yeah. was, a, it was good road trip country. Rather than just the like the purity of just thinking about the cars and how it feels on the roads, just to go somewhere interesting and different, where it was cool and had really interesting locations and I think stuff it was just, to stop at. Yeah, I just think it's new because there, there, we do sometimes fall and you know in the era of Instagram, you see this road and you think I'll try that, but just follow your nose and just go get lost a bit. And, and it's not as far as you think. No, and just go. Yeah, but yeah. also when you've had a track for two days and you've been flat out in everything, mm. you know the need 
for us to go herring around on the road was 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 gone. Yeah. You know, and we could enjoy these cars for the for the sort of different elements mm. and the different sides of their character. And they were all yeah. very different again, you know, on the road. Yeah. We didn't have the Ferrari on the way down. Um I actually really enjoyed it in the EV mode because I thought it feels like a supercar even at those speeds and with the silence, mm. with it just because the brakes are just and the steering so responsive, which you want from a supercar. Yeah. And then you get mm. in the Morgan with its you know, baggy gear lever and will it will it fire on three cylinders or two cylinders? <laughs> Who knows? But, Off we it, go. but everyone was smiling, <laughs> like it was so enjoyable. But yeah, and uh, then at the end of the day we had this most beautiful sunset. Oh. And then Did you we, hold hands? We didn't hold hands. I think we kissed. No, we didn't kiss. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we, uh, but then we had a winner, didn't we? We decided. We did, we did have a winner. What but should we, we do? Tell everyone about it, well, didn't we, at the time? I mean, <laughs> no, we didn't. No, so so that's quite interesting. Why don't we um, save what the winner is? Just you know, if you've yeah, already yeah. read the magazine, you'll know already mm. what the winner is. So, but um, but let's keep people. We in had suspense. a reveal. It was the M4. Well, we had a real. Well, that's the thing. Well, we did <laughs> <laughs> jokes. We waited until Wookie went to Japan and then changed our minds the on everything. No, but we, we had a thought of what the the winner would be, but we had somewhere to announce it, on, which then. was the thing because, like we said, it was the 30th anniversary of the Czech truck racing. I loved this. And, we and this got, was the, recipro- the reciprocal deal we did with them. Yeah, but we got yeah. drawn into the town parade. The oh. mosque parade, which was the most mental experience I've ever been part so of. So that actually happened the night before, before we left, because I was there for that. Because Wook was there for one of the scariest moments. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, oh yeah, I was going to play with the chronology there slightly, <laughs> but uh, to, to, to all put it together, because um, yeah, basically I just got shuffled into a driver's briefing with all these NASCAR drivers, um, TCR drivers, and truck drivers, and then me, who doesn't speak the language, and basically said, no burnouts and no speeding. And I went back to everyone and I said, look, we're involved with this parade. The police are going to drive us through the town. No burnouts. No burnouts, no, no speeding. speeding. The first thing you do is we leave the circuit, and then this huge racing truck just does a burnout through the whole of the town. <laughs> the whole of the town. Not any old burnout. Like, the... The biggest burnout. A rolling burnout. I know this because I was in a Lamborghini Huracan Technica in front of him <laughs> with Janik from Atodoron Mosh. Yeah. And um, this, all I could hear is <laughs> like someone was sacrificing Labradors behind me. <laughs> Clouds of smoke. There's grannies and kids, and they're about 10 feet away from this guy. Then he starts doing um, drifting round the roundabouts. Yeah. Yeah. So the two things that you got told by the copper. We're just out the window. And I also thought, oh, you know, this must be some organised parade. It was during rush hour. So all these (laughs) racing trucks, and then all of our cars come through. Stig's in a Morgan three-wheeler, which is just blowing kids' minds because they're like, Stig, Stig, Stig. And then a racing truck is doing a burnout beside them (laughs) while speeding. So he's breaking both rules at once. (laughs) He nearly rear-ends the Lambo. But anyway, we ended up in the the central um, square, Mm. and it was amazing. With how many thousand people? Several. Yeah. I mean, it was... We can believe well, it. it. I was thought weird. there was so going to be like two pounds. We, we came into the square and it was, you know, they, they ushered us in. They told us where to line up and the, all the crowds were sort of held back behind this rope. And it was sort of like, this is a bit weird. Are we going to be just stuck in this fishbowl <laughs> waving at everyone about, you know, 25, 30 metres away from us? And then they dropped the rope. And suddenly the crowd, thousands, just sort of descended, which is mm. fantastic, descended on the cars, looking at them. Stig was Mobbed. We had a he had a CO security detail. It was amazing. Oh, was four of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also everyone went to the Morgan. 
It's like yeah. we, we, I think we had the Elva there, the 296, the Porsche, all this. The Lambo. Yeah. The Lambo. Yeah. And everyone just flocked to the one with three wheels. They also did <laughs> like the Lambo. An orange Lamborghini, I don't care. Little kids oh, love an orange Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah. Language, all of those little kids tried the door handle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I locked it, but every single child that walked past that car tried the door handle. Yeah, I don't know what they thought they were going to do with it, but they all had to go. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. so right, though, and I thought that Technica, when it was first released, it's like, okay, another facelift for the Huracan. But mm. it's actually a really, really effective um, facelift. I think mm. it's really taken into that supercar. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's, really it looks good. like the Sean, but also what you get the Lego model of, which for a lot of kids is the kind of like gateway into car enthusiasm. Yeah. It's, it's the gateway drug. It's the marijuana of supercars. Yeah. And hang on, didn't you, Ren, didn't you give a little speech at the parade <laughs> gathering? I, yeah, I thought I would speak to the locals. I don't speak the language. What did you say? What did you start with? <laughs> um, I'm a hoy hoy, which I believe is hello. And then after that, I just said thank you and happy 30th check. Um, truck racing birthday. Yeah, yeah it was so, great. It was um, from the heart. Um, uh, President Obama eat your heart out. You it did was, do uh, it with a slight accent, which was weird. No, <laughs> it, it was a full bore act. But uh, anyway, after that, so we had to go to the um, to the, the truck um, racing event. Mm -hmm. uh, to we staged our own our yeah, own yeah, Top Gear Motor, motor Show. show. Don't oh, the Top yeah, Gear yeah. Motor Show. We did yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah so yes. we in our gallery, this glass, amazing futuristic glass box. We uh, put all of the Speedweek cars in it and some banners that we printed off oh, on the internet. Very nice. Which were amazing. To give Thanks, to to, to allow um, any, anyone who was attending the race weekend mm. time to get around the cars because we're so lucky that we get to see these things day in day out, and you know people don't. Mm. And how it was interesting to see what people were you know magnetized towards and what mainly they mainly the, the the cardboard cutout of the stick. Yeah, when, yeah. when stick was off of various parade lap duties and whatever whatever he was up to it was up to um there was a cardboard cutout and the the, the selfie interest of getting a pic with a cardboard version of the stick yeah yeah that blew Huge. my mind yeah, also, yeah, just people around cars. It feels like some people aren't interested in cars nowadays. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people are. It's really, really good to see. Yeah. And, so. it, and if you're wondering how many people turn up to a Czech truck racing event, it's about thirty to 40,000. Mm. It's enormous over there. And they were such a friendly crowd. Yeah. It was a really good atmosphere. Loads of the best bit was actually we, Ro and I had to go and be part of the evening. We had to go and sort of meet some dignitaries and things in the evening. And um, they they, <laughs> they park all these other trucks up overlooking the circuit, and then they have a horn off. So they have this massive <laughs> yeah yeah they have a, they have this massive fireworks display, and then the, all the trucks just lean on their horns for forty five forty five minutes. minutes. That'd be pleasant. Forty five yeah. minutes minutes, minutes. Yeah. and the mayor doesn't like it. Yeah. But uh, and also uh, they, why forty five seconds? I think they say forty five seconds. They also <laughs> like a drink. So one of the guys this. Is what we found out the next day from the uh, owner of the, the circuit. He was like, oh, big disaster, big disaster for the racing. One of the guys had driven his lorry down and driven down the front straight, forgetting how high it was. So he went under the timing gantry and just knocked all the lights off and all the timing gear. So for the racing the next day, they had to replace all of that. But the truck community is uh, they're very enthusiastic about their hobby. Yeah. And uh, we and the next day, we all went round and, and, and met them all and walked round the paddocks, which were hilarious because they seem to just drink beer and eat pickles and that's yeah, it. Yeah, I was quite, yeah, I was quite up for it I thought this is, they know how to live <laughs> yeah you know can, after a few smoke. days hard driving supercars you know yeah. beer and pickles, beer and pickles. That, yeah. that's my kind of scene and a lie down in the shade yeah, yeah. and it build his bum and you could smell the cholesterol in the in the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the stands some but, of that sort of Czech fast food they were serving looked delicious though it was sort of like 
vaguely based on a pizza. Oh, it was good, was actually. Cheese. Scent of diabetes. Something, I thought it was an enormous pork scratching, but it turned out to be a kind of donut thing wrapped around a... So, uh, mm. Healthy is a healthy it's option, good. then. It's a healthy, <laughs> when we've eaten nothing but crisps all week, um, yeah. yeah, it probably was And a, is a, that protein. where you, you guys announced the winner, then? Well, mm. yeah, we did a... We did a we watched the racing, which the racing was amazing. And, oh, and, yeah, and yeah. just the point of the, the motor show. So in between the racing, everyone would flood our, our, our gallery. As soon as the racing started everyone would leave, which I'm sure in the UK yeah. and Europe, some people would stick around. Everyone is there to watch the racing. Well, it's mm. because it lasts for about four seconds before they have a massive crash <laughs> and then have to stop the racing for an hour. That's literally yeah, turn yeah. one. So we, we uh, stroke a genius, position ourselves at turn one. 12, I think it's about 12 no, trucks. 16, I think. 16. Something like, yeah, hurtling, a lot of trucks. Hurtling towards this uh, How many are abreast? Right, is it like two abreast? Two, two abreast. Two, ba um, basically, two abreast. Two trucks don't fit around two turn abreast one. Fits. They were basically trying to get four abreast around this corner. It was like that's not going to work. You can never crunch, have four abreast. Crunch, 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 and then one truck mounted the other yeah. truck. Yeah, yeah. On these, yeah. the six tons each. Is it five, six? five or six tons. Yeah, yeah, six tons each, and they all hurtle at. I think I can't remember exactly what they're limited to at that track, but it's like 130 miles an hour or something like that. But they're limited not because of their performance, because. If they went through the barriers, nothing would stop because they're so heavy. So it's the, the barriers that are the limitation. So then they have to put a speed limit on them. But the drivers don't care because no. they just... And it's the last, the late breakers. And it was amazing having been down that straight for two days previously. We're like, how are these trucks going to attack it? They're, they're even more confident than sometimes, I think, the Stig. But yeah. then they've got two trucks either side of them. And like you said, they just smash into each other. And the parts that fall off a lorry when you have a car <laughs> big. are the size of a car. So then um, like an army of marshals arrive and 12 of them pick up a side body panel, red flag it for a bit, and they go again. And they do it exactly the same. So it's basically the last one to survive wins. So, uh, yeah, well, it's great. Sounds like yeah, it so, so once the trucks had finished beating each other up, we had another parade. There was a lot of parades, wasn't there? Mm. We had a, another a parade lap yeah. around the track mm. in front of the Grand Scans where um, you gave it the full Terry Grant and the Morgan, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I just did some donuts, put my hands in the air, waved to the crowd. We all sort of became quite adept at basically whipping up a crowd. It was sort of because, you know, we. Ahoy, ahoy! Ahoy, ahoy got them going. Yeah. Donuts definitely got them going. Um, and then it was sort of coming off that that we were, we basically had this window to announce our overall winner of Speed Week. So they had whipped it up, they put it on the sh schedule, they were on the tannoy telling the crowds what was going on. And we sort of came off the track from our parade lab back up to the top where our where our um, garages were, but there was sort of an area just next to that where we made the announcement. And it sort of wasn't that many people there. And it was actually Greg. Do you remember Greg running around going, there's not enough people here. There's not enough people. Rev your engines. And we started revving our engines um, like idiots. And people just started pouring out of the crowd. And then one by one, keep revving, it's working. <laughs> and you hear that, rah, 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 it's the call of our people. It was, it was, honestly, it was like some sort of mating call. And we made our way around into this thing and, and sort of jumped out in front of this now quite quite big crowd. Revved up, came out, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a guy, uh, the, the Czech announcer, who was saying something in Czech, which I didn't understand at all. And then... Handed the microphone to me, <laughs> which is an experience. Oh, hello, thank you for having us in your beautiful country. And anyway, so um, we sort of whipped the crowd up. Who wants the Porsche to win? Who wants the Morgan to win? Who wants the Ferrari to win? And then we uh, told them that the winner was the M4 CSM. No, 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 no. It was the, uh, it was the Porsche, the GT4 RS. Kind so of inevitable, but feels right. Oh, it felt mm, right. I, yeah. I, I was sort of trying to push the, you know, 
I think the 296 is so astonishing. I think if, if the 296 had been at any of the sort of maybe the, the last three or four speed weeks, it might have won. Mm. I mean, without having the full list of cars in front of me. It's just unfortunate for the Ferrari that it came up against the GT4 RS, which is just an astonishing Also, it had £120,000 worth of options on it, yeah. which discounted it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being that as I've never seen £120,000. It's also the Smurf Blue. With, with, with the crowd, it was just... Uh, you know, we normally go to these big circuits anyway, and the, the grandstands are empty. To be able to share Speed Week and the cars there live, because normally we, you know, we decide a winner with ourselves, come back, write the articles to it. We had to do it there and then, which was uh, something completely new for us and, uh, and really exciting. But mm. also, yeah, the Porsche. Uh, oh, go on. What about the traffic spike? So we oh, got yeah. we, so we got back to the UK and we thought, come on, we've been doing such great work promoting, you know, the Top Gear brand. We had TopGear.com banners all over our Top Gear motor show. You know, we were on the flyers. We were, you know, speaking to as many people as we could. Um, so we got back and we spoke to the the uh, the web team to to VJ, the editor of the website, <laughs> to check the analytics. And uh, if you you could break it down by territory, and there was an enormous spike of traffic to TopGear.com. Yeah. From the Czech Republic. They thought they'd been hacked because they didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> they said there's something going <laughs> wrong must with be the Google a bug. Analytics. Must be a bug. It's like, no, this is our good work. Yes. This is our good work in Moss. No, but it also shows yeah, how enthusiastic everyone there was. And um, no, it was just the most amazing, amazing week. And then we had to drive all the way back, which is. Uh, yeah. It took a lot less time than did driving out. Yeah. yeah. I can confirm that the Land Rover Discovery, which is one of our support cars, uh, can sit quite happily 135 miles an hour for about an hour. <laughs> yes. No. And yes, that's a shout out to the support cars because we couldn't do it mm. without certain things. Um, yeah. You know, the Land Rover Discovery we had was, um, was great. great, but also yeah. two Skoda Enyaqs, which were perfect photographers. And the VW shuttles. Multivan. Oh, the Multivan. Don't the Multivan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, v- yeah, the, the Content yeah. Cowboy Wagon. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what. That needed a valet. Yeah. yeah. But also, practicality. That needed to be burned. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. a little valet. It's but a, it's a way of moving four videographers around Europe with all their kit and then working and between then working, stops and then using those Enyaqs at the circuit to, to sort of quietly slip around oh, it, was, it, was, it was fantastic it, yeah. again logistics yeah. that probably people don't realise or see yeah. but it just makes everything easier but that's where you know testing practicality why did you well. book me into a youth hostel with 12 beds in it <laughs> on my own uh, yeah, that was weird. No, yeah, that's just because it weird. made me feel weird. No, because it was actually cheaper than one room. So yeah, there's just a little side note. There's a lot of things on Speed Week that people don't realise. One was staying in the youth hostel with twelve beds. So during the middle of the night, I went for a wee. I just get into a different bed. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't that. Just because it um, was cold. Try and make use of the yeah. I didn't make that booking, but yes, yeah, three people were put in three different rooms, but each room had twelve beds in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Did uh, you push them all together and wait, make one, one enormous bed? bed. That's that's yeah. It's just like wow, all of this and yet no bathroom. <laughs> anyway, that was. Uh, but like we said, we we were doing but nothing but creating content there, which yeah. is starting to go. The magazine is out now, but it's going to be on all our social media channels. We have a long form documentary that's coming with it for the first time ever, as well yeah. as smaller YouTube reviews. We've got the Morgan Super Three coming, the M4 CSL. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's going to be going on Plenty all month. More. Yeah, social the... specific reels. I'm really looking forward to that. First time we had some. It's exciting. You know, all this stuff. Specific. Mm social media video but yep. of course all... shout out to Huckleberry Mountain and yes that is his real name <laughs> legend but also on topgear.com for every car that we had there there is a full um, updated review from this with imagery from Speedweek mm-hmm. um, as well as video reviews for each car yep. as well so plenty to get tucked into yeah. and uh, yeah a worthy winner yeah and hopefully that yeah hopefully that gave you some of the sort of behind the scenes colour that goes into this event we know we're lucky we know that this is um 
we call it work, but really, you know, this is this is the stuff that um, that I look forward to all year. But the work that goes into it, hopefully, you got an appreciation of it, and then the fun that we get out the other end. And yeah. uh, all I all I care about is that we get that fun across to you, and that. Uh, how old were you when you were reading Top Gear magazine and looking Ten. at Speed Week? Yeah, Ten, yeah. yeah. I want some. I hope there's some ten-year-old girls and boys out there reading this magazine and thinking, "Wow, I want to be there." And maybe one one day I will. Mm. And on that note, well, as we all shed a little tear, I'm just I'm crying to to because sleep. I know that I organised the ones that Rome was reading when he was 10 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm organising them and working in um, hotel bedrooms <laughs> with 12 beds <laughs> the world has I changed learned something yeah. alright let's end it there thanks so much guys thanks for listening see you on the next one <laughs>